Welcome to Local Matters. I'm your host, Matt Swallows. I'll be looking at topics that affect us locally in both our city and our county governments, ongoing concerns across our community, issues we hear about, want to better understand. And today with me, we have uh, Miss Melinda Kiefer, who is the Economic Development Coordinator at the City of Cookville. Miss Kiefer, welcome. It's Melinda, Matt. <laughs> Mr. Swallows. Uh, yeah, Ms. Well, Kiefer says hello. Well, How are you? You can call my dad Mr. Swallows. That's right. I, I do, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is one of my favorite topics, and um, I think you and I could talk about this for hours. Uh, I, I think we have before. Don't worry. Don't turn off the radio just yet. Mayor we're not going to. We, we're not going to do that. Yeah, we we're have, not going to do that. We have done that before. We have done that before. Yeah. Many times, actually. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, but economic development. I mean, let's let's first off let's let's tell everybody what that is, what you do for the city of Cookville, because it's not just for the city, it's for the whole region. (laughs) It really is. Um, But that's because we've chosen to do that. And I want to come back and talk about that, that whole regional approach too, okay? Because, I mean, it'd be just easy for us to be little silos. Yes, it would be. Um, So my job, if you will, is, is really to leverage the assets of the city of Cookville, which we own our own utilities, Mm -hmm. which for those of you out there who, who, don't pay a lot of attention. You're just happy that you have gas, water, and electric. But the simple fact that the city of Coteville still owns our utilities is a huge advantage yes, it for is. us. Um, we can leverage those assets. We can work with those capital improvement budgets. We can make sure that everything follows in a pattern, if you will. Um, so my job, when we have prospects that are interested in moving in our area, is making sure that the infrastructure is in place for them to locate and be profitable. Let's mm-hmm. be clear. We want them to be profitable. But that they're also paying as good a wage as we can possibly get out of them for our citizens. So I coordinate retail development as well as industrial and commercial development. Um, and I do a lot of our grants and stuff for transportation with TDOT. So um, on any given day, you just kind of never know because economic development is everything, right? It is. It is. And so many people, I, I, I think they, they feel like, well, okay, uh, well, obviously people are going to come here. We're right on I-40. We have Highway 111, you know. I mean, we have uh, university, you know. I mean, those are the things that I feel like the general public probably f- feels like. That's one of the reasons we're getting all this stuff. But just as important as what you said is mm-hmm. the water, uh, yes. the electric, yes. uh, the Wi-Fi. Oh my goodness! Uh, yes. I mean, all of that comes into play, and and just from my experience, of course, I, I don't have near as much as you do, but but they're looking for anything to check you off, mark okay? you off. That I mean, they've list. got a long list of people that they're looking at, and, and, and they've got a hundred criteria, and if you miss one of them, okay, well, that's at least somebody off the list. Somebody Absolutely. off the list. They just narrow the list down. They do, and most of the time, they do that before they ever meet you. Yeah. If you can ever get a prospect here through a consultant site selection process, then you have increased your chances of at least showing them what you have. Right. Um, You know, lots of times you never know how many lists you've been marked off of. And people laugh and say it's a site selection process. No, it is a site elimination process. First, right. First. It is. Absolutely. It is. So So you work with any number of um, departments, areas, departments within the state, within the county, within the region, uh, even federal, I'm sure, right? We do, yeah. We work, um, you know, more specifically the Federal Highway Administration, um, which, you know, is the basic funder, if you will, 
for the transportation dollars that come in the state. I mean, that gas tax that is collected is sent back to the states, mm. but it is at that point federal money. And so, um, plus our state gas tax. So we work a little bit with FHWA, but um, truly we have some of the most incredible partners. We couldn't do it without them. Um, the Department of Economic and Community Development provides mm-hmm. incentives and guidance on so many levels. Um, the Tennessee Valley Authority has an TVA. entire economic development division. TVA is so vital for the, I mean, not just for Tennessee, yes. for the Southeast, right? Absolutely. They are in seven states mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they, we, they're a great we, partner. They at, truly are a good partner. They, they're 50, 50. They, they meet you at the table. Um, and then of course, all of our local partners, even USDA rural development, that's a federal agency. We work with them, our development district, our chambers, mm-hmm. um, and the County. Let's just bring it on straight home. You know, we work daily with Randy Porter and, um, also with our folks in Monterey, Baxter, and all good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're meeting, lots of folks at the table. Yeah. It's a lot of moving parts. It is. It? Um, it is. We're meeting today with Melinda Kiefer, um, Economic Development Coordinator with the City of Cookville. Uh, I hate to just put that title on it because just like we said, I mean, you, you have to, you work with so many different cities, counties, state departments that, um, you know, just saying you work for the City of Cookville it almost, I hate to say this, but almost yeah. belittles it a little bit because you work for so many. Right. I mean, just as we've seen. Um, so let, let's talk a little bit about that, like some of the some of the successes, right. uh, the city, the area, the region. I'm not going to say the city. The region is. Yeah, it's got to be the region. The region it truly is. is. Um, to be honest with you, Matt, and you, you were around during this time frame, at least for nine months, I was pretty sure. I worked for Academy Sports and Outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But. I am telling you, it's a 24-7 job. I mean, the consultant leading on that project, he was usually home and off of an airplane on Sunday. So I poured my cup of coffee and I sat there and waited for that phone call mm-hmm. and for nine months. Um, so, but that's part of what you have to do, you know, yes. and, and then my job was to go out and to be able to break down the barriers that would have been deterrence to academy picking coming to couple. So a lot of what I do is risk management as well. Yeah, it um, is. And putting a lot of pieces together. Exactly. And getting people to the table, the right ones at the right time. And Unfortunately, this is just a 30-minute show, but that particular process, the academy sports, I mean, it, I mean, it gives, it's me, a great it gives story. me chills right now. I it mean, is it honestly a great story. Does. Yeah. All the parts that had to come in place Absolutely. for that to happen, I don't know unless you were hands-on with it, that anyone will ever understand. Completely understand. How many Hail Marys we had. We did. That we caught. Yes. Or they caught. However yes. you want to phrase it. Yes, that is one. And I'll tell you, because of that, we were um, asked and very honored to present um, the anatomy of a deal <laughs> at the State of Tennessee Department of Economic Development Conference that year. Nice. To, to share with other people in the industry and other people in governments, local um, governments, on how you truly can pull together and leverage that to happen. So we're very blessed that yeah. that we've had um, we've had some good success. I just remember one little conversation we had at the very start of that. It was like, okay, well, we have a potential a potential project that's wanting to look at us, but we, I remember we all discussed it and said, this is this is a real real long shot. So yes. let's not get too excited just yet. Right. But here it is. Here's what we have to do, and then. Right. Bam. And do you remember the project name of that one? Do you remember what project name that was? I should know that. 
You should. When I say it, it's just going to reverberate. I know it's going to make. I have a hard time calling it Academy. Yeah, Project Victor. Victor, yes. Isn't that crazy? Project Victor. Yeah. We should say what's your vector, Victor. Yeah, there you go. Well, and then we had um, Project um, Orlando Orlando. that we announced last week, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. And then, of course, Focosa was a project that. Project Columbus. Columbus, I, I believe. remember that. Yeah. Um, located in the business park. So we're happy with those successes. Um, you know, in our unemployment rate, um, what is it? My job is to work myself out of a job, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So um, workforce is always an issue. We're working really closely with the Chamber and the workforce development um, initiatives that they have, which, by the way, are incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of the work that they do. But um, but we, gotta, we just have to keep going. Yeah. One foot in front of the other. Um, we have lots of interest. Retail's getting crazy. Retail um, is getting crazy. We're very excited um, to have retail strategies back as a full partner in retail so what, recruitment. Tell us retail strategies. You mentioned that. So what exactly is retail strategies? And- so they're a consulting firm. And, you know, honestly, Matt, we work so hard to build a network. You have to, like in your business, insurance, mm-hmm. or whatever, you have to have that network. Yeah, you, you do. On. In life in general, you have yes, to have a network of support. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. People you so we have that in the industrial um, manufacturing area. It's a little harder to do unless you're in it every day in mm-hmm. the retail commercial area. So basically what we're doing is partnering with retail strategies and utilizing their network to tell our story, whether it's from a data demographic standpoint or to help us backfill some recent national closures. Um, and then let's bring in some new development. Yeah. You know, the shops at Eagles Point is right on its way and, um, you know, all I can say is let the, well, you know, competition is good. We'll just leave it there. Yeah. Everybody needs choices. So we're, we're, we're excited about you know, that. In a good example of the retail strategies and the need to have someone in that arena, because you don't deal with it every day, you know, we right. didn't deal with it every day. So <clears throat> a perfect example was back, oh, 2010, 11, something like that. Target was, you know, everybody wanted to target. Right. And, um, and we had spoken to them at the, at the time some things that were hurting us right. is the city population is not large enough to support it and right. the per capita income was was right on the border it was okay but the yes. city's not large enough so you expand out right to get enough population and your per capita income goes down so then they look at well there's not enough there for us to come so that wasn't our. That's not our whole story. And for us to be able to get that out, it was hard for us to do that. It is. So you need a retail strategy. You need a retail to strategy to, to like analyze that. that data and to bring it down and actually let them know that our trade market area is two hundred and fifty six thousand people yes. to the border of Kentucky, south, east, and west. And so, our per capita income and our population is not the whole story. No, it's not. And so you know, and just recently where we were named one of the top named we are oh, yeah. <laughs> one of the top 10 fastest growing micropolitans in the country that is a needle mover right yeah. there that yeah. that moves the cheese <laughs> yeah. because it validates every single thing we've been saying yeah. across the board we are not just we are a regional market yeah and that's and that that's gets people's attention it does. Uh, corporate headquarters yeah, attention. like target like a target exactly yes. exactly and when we re- come back from the break we will talk with miss melinda Kiefer a little bit more about retail strategies and about some more development coming our way welcome back to local matters i'm your host matt swallows and with us today miss melinda Kiefer, uh economic development quarter co- coordinator for the region 
Oh, that like was, that? oh my goodness. Um, I would, I will <laughs> accept that I am on the regional team. You're on the team. Yeah, okay. I no am disrespect on the team. to anyone else out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. But we all work as a team. We do. And we've seen it firsthand. Melinda does it every day firsthand with other team members across not just Putnam County, right. several counties and the state. And uh, yes, and that's the only way we've gotten to where we are. And I say we as a region. There you go. And yeah. That's because a lot of, of good team hard, hard teamwork. Yeah. Um, you know, recently um, it was called Project Garage. Horman Garage Doors. Okay. Um, you know, we worked as closely as we possibly could to make sure they stayed in the region. We just could not get them a site in Pinehurst County, and we tried so hard. And so, um, happy that that pathway opened for them just to go a few miles down the road to White County. An incredible company, family-owned, German-based, so some foreign direct investment there uh-huh. as well. So yeah, that's, that's I mean, that's, and that's a win for everybody as well. I mean, that's, that's that's what we look for. We it look is. for uh, things to come to the region. That's to right. Make the region better. Well, so I had um, lunch with our principal. Um, one of the managers at SAIC a ah, couple of weeks ago. So we yes, do we a little update on, on SAIC. They are so very happy to be here. They're running about four contracts out of the building now, looking at a phase two internal expansion. Um, and with what they have on tap um, and have applied for contracts, they feel like there's a huge possibility that their overall employment numbers, which have been set at 300 mm-hmm. um, in five years, will reach that much sooner than that and that they could look at higher higher employment in that building. Quick SAIC, who are they, what do they do for the people out there listening? Yeah, scientific application. um, Oh, my goodness, isn't that terrible? I can't give you the whole acronym. It's okay. (laughs) Um, Basically what SAIC does in a nutshell is they get mainly federal contracts, Mm -hmm. mainly uh, some private sector, but mainly federal, like with the EPA or Department of Defense. Department of Defense, yeah. Right, which is one of their larger um, things. And so Department of Health and Human Services, and they provide a service based on that contract to that department. Now, in this particular place, it's an integration gateway facility, first one the company's ever done, and they're global, by the way, Mm -hmm. where we also have software developers and engineers housed in the same facility as the contact center. So the way I've kind of shared it with people is so the software developer that's building the software for the tank, the military tank that will be in Kuwait, is in the same building as the contact center person who has a required less than 45-second response time on the phone call from the soldier in the desert in Kuwait when the purple light goes on and they don't know why. So, so it's an integrated approach to service delivery. So we're really proud of them. We're really hoping for their future growth. Um, they've been very happy with TTU grads. So that that is excellent. We're so happy to have them. Scientific Applications International Corporation. There you go. All right. I got the S-A part and the C part. I couldn't get yeah. that I. <laughs> but they have, I, I mean, did, they, yeah. Tennessee Tech has been so far Absolutely. A direct feeder system. Absolutely. And the full partner and they, and that in was this an Absolute partner. Absolutely. And, yes. And that's that's that looks to grow for, I mean, for years and years and years. Absolutely. We actually um, participated with Community Overview in the recent recruitment of a new professor in the computer science department at Tech. They, they wanted wow. to continue that public-private partnership, if you mm-hmm. will, public-public. Um, and so it was phenomenal. And that professor 
is directly a result. That job specifically is directly a result of the SAIC partnership. That's so awesome. See, it, that's what that's what we need. That's Absolutely. what this region needs. Yes, it, it needs the places that these college graduates, these 23, 22, 24-year-old folks, young professionals or whatever, right. uh, can graduate and have a great job here, you know? Yes. And and we want to keep them here, keep that talent here, keep, keep them. And then as they have families, keep those young families here. Yes. I mean, that's what we're looking for. You that know, that, that's, that becomes sustainable. It is sustainable. And, um, you know, I tell folks a lot of times, I think my sole purpose in life is to empty every park and ride in Putnam County. People are still driving yes. to a job outside of this region. A long way, too. A long way. And so our goal is to get them back home, having dinner with their families, yeah. um, with a good wage where they can take care of an elderly parent, go to a movie once a month, something. So yeah. we're working towards that. And I will tell you, the recent um, the announcement we had recently with Colorobia. Colorobia. Colorobia, USA. Okay. Um is just another great example. This company we've been working with, Matt, for three years, they um, needed a U.S. presence. And that's based on the fact that Tennessee has become this tile mecca. There are, oh gosh, six. We were meeting with uh, Ms. Melinda Kiefer. Oh, sorry. The Beth. Economic Development Coordinator uh, of the region slash Cookville, too. Um, and we're talking about a new project that is on its way to Cookville. And... They wanted a, a, a U.S. presence. Yes. And somehow they found Cookville. They did. They did. So we're happy to welcome them. Colorobia USA. Um, six or seven tile manufacturers we have in the state of Tennessee. And that's all based on our ability in the state to provide the raw materials to make um, tile, whether it's silica, we've got that clay, um, and the feldspar, which is needed for tile mm. production. So Colorobia is a family-owned company. Uh, family, I believe, still lives in Italy. Um, their large headquarters is in Barcelona, Spain. And this particular company would um, location be managed um, from their Monterey, Mexico plant. Okay. So they're kind of in the fashion end of tile, which is really fun and neat. Um, we'll have several, hopefully, TTU grads working here as chemical engineers. Uh-huh. Because Colorobia USA, this particular facility, will work with um, pigments and inks and things that go in the decoration of tile. Okay. They're also going to have a lab. So oh, wow. if, for example, um, Crossville Ceramics purchased the teal-colored tile from the 2018 fall collection, <laughs> and for some reason that color is not coming out of the kiln like it should, before that tile would have to be shipped to Italy. Mm-hmm. To research what is it, what's going on. Now they bring it to Cookville. Right. So um, very exciting. Um, Again, foreign direct investment in our community. Um, We're so excited for them. They'll have about 40,000 square feet in phase one. They're they're in the Highlands Business Park when they start construction. Um, Expansion to go about 40,000 more. Wow. Um, So, yeah, it's a unique – we're providing jobs in an area, once again, like SAIC, that we have never provided before um, in chemical engineering and and working with glazes and pigments and things like that. So, um, basically, they're a supplier to the tile industry. It's kind of like with automotive. You've got tier one suppliers. Colorobia is a tier one supplier. To the tile industry. To the tile industry. And so we hope that continues – as a trend, um, 
Cookville is very centrally located um, with all the different tile manufacturers in the state. Mm-hmm. So we're meeting with uh, Miss Belinda Kiefer, the economic development coordinator for the city of Cookville, uh, discussing all the projects uh, in the last five, six years and the current ones that are going on now. So we have discussed um, or it's been discussed before about unemployment rate and right. it, it keeps going down. It right. looks great in the area. Um and we've also talked about getting at bats right. as many opportunities as we can to bring in industry, whatever it is, retail, industrial, uh, distribution. Um, how is that changing now? Since we are one of the top ten micropolitan right. areas of the country, uh, we do have a phenomenal business park. Another mm-hmm. uh, interchange. We, we've got a lot of retail coming. We've got a lot of things going on. Right. What does the future look like for this region? I mean, are we right. wanting to get as many at-bats as possible, or do we want to start to kind of well pick and choose a little bit? I'd say we've already started. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, um, Daddy always told me, he who has crystal ball, he who gazes into crystal ball usually ends up with glass in his eye. <laughs> so you have to be really careful about just looking out there and projecting from your own vision, if mm. you will. Um but we have been thinking about what next, what next for ten for the next ten years. Right now, we're you know working on a countywide transportation plan. Mm-hmm. We're working with TDOT. Where are those new roads going, and where is our new business park going to be? Yeah. I mean, you have to be looking at those things today. Um, you know, we're in an opportunity where we're going to have neighborhood building, <laughs> um, and we're going to have people relocating in, and that puts stresses on every resource we have. All those great utilities that mm-hmm. we're glad we own, um, their capital projects, upgrading their systems to be able to manage that load is critically important. Roads are important. Um, and then making sure our workforce is ready. Yeah. Um, That's another key. You have to be able to fill those jobs. And I think people kind of think we've made these announcements. Well, in particular, the shops at Eagle Point, when they open, hopefully, I think all the stores are slated to be ready in November of 18 that's 600 more jobs yes 600 full-time equivalents and so um being mindful of that when we get a prospect and the wage is less than 13 14 dollars an hour mm-hmm. it, you just have to say okay i gotta i gotta read further on this one and get somewhere in between these lines because yeah. again we we want to keep our community affordable, but we also want our wages to increase as we Absolutely. as we go forward. Honestly, we're at a very uh, critical point. I feel like a good place to be, though a very good place to be. But we what we need to do is 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 grow smart. We do this, from this point forward, not just the shotgun approach. Right, right. right. We had that to start, get a good base, and now right. you, you kind of take a little momentum. More. Yeah. yeah. So we call this positive stress. Yeah. Okay, negative stress is nobody's coming here. And you're losing population every single year, which means your tax base is shrinking. You don't have to look very far out of your own backyard in our region um, to to find to communities that. that are at that point. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to call this positive stress. It is. It is positive stress. Yes. We've been meeting today with uh, Ms. Melinda Kiefer, Economic Development Coordinator for the City of Cookville, the region um, however you want to look at it. Uh, we've been meeting with her today, talking about some of our successes, some of our swings and misses. But uh, really the important thing I want people to understand is is we're in a great spot right now. 
Melinda, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Matt. I really enjoyed we could, it. We could have talked many more hours. I know it. I know it. I bet your listeners are glad we won't do that. <laughs> I hope they've enjoyed our conversation, though. It's a real treat. It is. Thanks for listening to Local Matters.